Are you working hard to keep yourself limited and playing small? Is that working for you? If not, would you like to be changing that now? What if the key to activating your wealth was in the willingness to embody the abundance of possibilities you are? Would you choose it? Join in the conversation now on Living Well with your host, Keisha Clark, and receive tools and facilitation to clear the points of view that keep you stuck in limitation to begin choosing your abundance and living well right now. <laughs> good morning, good afternoon, good evening, wherever you are in this great, big, magical, gorgeous, delightful, delicious world. Hello and welcome to Living Well here on A2Zen.fm. I'm your host, Keisha Clark. Happy Friday morning here in the States. Happy Friday afternoon in the UK. Happy middle of the night on Saturday morning. <laughs> in Australia, and wherever else you are. Happy, happy. Um, in the States, there is a uh, standing tradition going on, not really an official one, but it's called Black Friday, and um, I am aware that there are quite a number of people out going a little bit insane right now, either in the malls or in the shopping centers or in the stores. <laughs> um, I think that started about, oh, 9, 10, 11 hours ago here in the States. And um, so if you're aware, if you're tapping into some of the cray-cray going on in the shopping world today, just know it might not be yours, <laughs> just in case. And if it's fun for you and you're having a blast, more power to you. I know that there are some people who kind of, like this could be their profession, you know, because they've got it down. So... <laughs> If you're shopping and you're having a blast, awesome. More power to you. How how does it get even funner? And if you're not doing that thing, that shopping thing, if you're one of the oddballs <laughs> who's choosing to not go shopping, and I say that definitely with a, a giggle, um, I'm being an oddball today. And I was just having a conversation with Rhonda before we started the show, and we'll uh, I'll pull some of that information into the conversation as we get going here. But um, yeah, if you're if you're in any way making yourself weird or wrong or goofy or like you're missing out on something because you haven't done the Black Friday shopping extravaganza, um, you know what if what if you know something that you haven't acknowledged yet? What if you don't necessarily require to be shopping? <laughs> Um, what if something else is required for you? And if you're honoring that, how cool could that be? And and how could you even honor that a little bit more? And that's what we're going to kind of play with today in, in some ways. that We're going to pull that energy into what we're talking about. Our topic today is, <sighs> is it time to give the horse its head? <laughs> and I, I, of course, you, if you've listened to my show before, you might have heard me mention that I actually quite enjoy the company of horses. And um, if you haven't listened to the show before, welcome and thank you for tuning in. And if you are able to join us in the chat room, uh, please do so. It's Just look at the red bar near the top of your screen and you'll see a word, the word chat room as one of your options to click. And if you click on that and you enter your name or anyone else's, you can come on in and play with us live backstage. And thank you to those who have popped in. And if you're busy shopping right now, I totally get it. <laughs> so, um, yeah, so is it 
time to give the horse its head. Uh, I'm kind of going to jump right in. So if it is your first time and you don't know anything about me, um, please have a look at the archives at, at my page on A to Zen, and you'll get a little blurb about me. And, of course, you can just kind of hang out and play with us for the show, and you'll know a little bit more about me that way, too. Um, golly, I, this has I'm having most intriguing life experiences right now. And so I'm sharing a bit of that as I go through um, the weeks here on the show. And I'm actually, as awkward and uncomfortable as it is, I'm actually grateful that I have this outlet to play with and that I have this um, this medium that I can communicate and share and receive <laughs> feedback through. And um, for all of you who have are have and are uh, waving your pom poms for me, cheering me on, and and offering words of encouragement and um, inspiration, I'm I don't even have words for how grateful I am and for how much that just changes my whole life, my whole world every day. So thank you for that, first of all. And um, so this week, this topic, um, is it time to give the horse its head? A um, little, little bit of something interesting here, perhaps, that we can play with. Um, if you've spent any time around horses or in the horse world, around horse people, you might have heard this expression. Um, essentially, it refers to allowing your horse to do what it knows to do, whether that is to keep a cow cut from the herd or to gallop full out or to navigate the terrain and possibly get you and your horse back home if you should get lost. So I like that metaphor, and that's been coming up a lot for me lately. Um, so I want to play with that metaphorically with regard to our life and the universe and the choices that we can explore when we find ourselves, quote-unquote, far from home or feeling lost. Um, so yes, it is in part referring to letting loose the rain. And there's actually more than just letting go of the rain to it. So I want to play with that today. Um, so have you been creating struggle? Have you been creating confusion in your life? Or is that where you might be finding yourself at this moment? And of course, the first question that we like to ask is, is it mine? <laughs> so is it yours? <laughs> Does it all belong to you? Or are you really, 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 really aware? <laughs> you might be really, 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 really aware. And you might also be um, experiencing some things that you might never have experienced before. And that's where I'm finding myself. So there is that sense uh, for me often right now, there has been and, and actually is, that I'm in uncharted territory in my life. And um, so I, there, there can be that those moments for us when we're, choosing those these parts of our journeys, um, that we feel lost, that we feel like, you know, we've just completely messed up, like we took a wrong turn, <laughs> like, you know, what planet did I land on kind of a feeling. And remind me again, what, what, did I, what was I thinking? Why was I choosing this? You know, kind of a thing. Um, and so if you're there, if you're having some of that, 
perhaps um, today's conversation, I, I wonder if today's conversation could be a contribution. And of course, I am aware my show brings me <laughs> the topic ideas and energies um, as they are really pertinent to what's going on in my life. Because as we, as we often find out uh, for ourselves as a host of radio shows, <laughs> the show really is actually uh, about us. <laughs> so part of the interestingness of that is being, um, being in a really vulnerable space. And being in a space that um, you might not want other people to see that you're in, uh, but you're there. So first, 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 things first. Um, I'm going to offer everyone, what if we were to simply choose to acknowledge where we are? Not from the space of judging where we are or interpreting what it means that we are where we are. Just simply acknowledging and that is one of my first steps. That's one of my go-tos is acknowledgement. Um, so here I am right now at this point in my life in a place that I've never been, um, and I'm acknowledging that. And and I will say I'm acknowledging that um, multiple times <laughs> throughout the days. <laughs> so, so acknowledgement is the first thing. And if you've played with horses now, I don't claim to be a, a horse whisperer. I don't claim to be an extraordinary horse person. I am just someone who grew up loving horses, uh, who, you know, uh, pretended I was a horse when I was a small child. <laughs> and I could be part equine, who knows? Um, and horses have just always been one of the animals that have brought me just tremendous awareness, tremendous inspiration, um, tremendous gratitude. And so a lot of, I, I like the metaphors and the analogies um, of, of things from the horse world. They really do apply. And horses can teach us so, 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 so many things if we're willing to allow them. So when we talk about this expression, is it time to give the horse its head? Um, for any of you who haven't heard that expression, um, it's it's commonly used to refer to letting the horse, um, letting go of trying to tell the horse what to do, letting go of trying to make the horse go somewhere, and, and in many cases, letting go of creating mass confusion for you and the horse, and letting the horse be have your back, in other words. Letting the horse have its time to really be the contribution that it can be. And I see in the horse world, holy moly, <laughs> and some of this is my interesting point of view. I have some very interesting points of view about horses and things that I see people do with horses. Of course, I have interesting points of view about that with regard to all kinds of animals and children and relationship in general. So it's not a shocker there. But um, since we are talking about the, the metaphor of horses today, um, I... I'm a person who really actually likes to do a lot more of the groundwork with horses than I do ride horses. And so when I play with horses, I have a tendency to play more with grooming them, with do ground training, ground work. Um, I, I just really enjoy their company. So I don't really approach horses with an agenda. And I'm not making anyone who rides wrong for riding. So please 
let's just, we don't have to go there. Um, I tend to spend more time off of their back than I do on their back. And it's just fun for me that way. That's just where a little bit more, uh, that's where I have the joy of, of being with horses most of the time. So um, when you're riding, this is this in part is referring, this, this expression is in part referring to um, letting go of the rain, letting go of your control. And there are so many ways that we can try to control a horse when we're on its back. And typically, the most common way is to have a really tight grip on the reins and to, to have a really, um, in many cases, a lot of people are doing but not realizing that they're having a really tight pull on the rein. So it's what's called being in the horse's mouth um, if, you're, if you're riding with a bit especially. So the bit is something that's very intriguing to me, and I, I get that it has a purpose. <laughs> and I've always been a person who's like, I don't like this. I don't want to use a bit. Now, there are some horses that, you know, you might be asking for a bit of a challenge if you're riding without a bit <laughs> on those particular horses. And I wonder, for me, what I've always been curious about is I wonder what else could be possible if we weren't relying on the bit to make the statement to our horses when we were riding. Um, so again, I'm not making it wrong to have a bit. <laughs> I'm simply playing with what else is possible. And a lot of videos that we see circulating on social media um, are, I'm noticing some more people are, I'm seeing in more of those videos that they're riding without a bit. And um, so a bit is really a tool. It's just one of many tools that is a possibility to play with when you're working with horses. And with regard to the expression, giving the horse its head, um, oftentimes we can be so in the horse's mouth trying to control the horse when we're riding um, that you're not you're actually creating more chaos you're creating more havoc rather than creating something that is actually going to be functional and be uh, a contribution to moving forward with the horse and allowing the horse to move forward so i'm putting this in very layman's terms folks so there's nothing technical here again i'm not this is not a conversation to show off anything that i know about horses because <laughs> I think what I know about horses, you could probably put in a small, you know, pocketbook or something. So um, when it comes to this phrase, what I love about the energy of it is it's it's a, such a nice reminder of, oh, okay, how constricted am I? How tight am I gripping? How much am I trying to hold on? How much am I trying to, how, how much bracing am I doing? Um trying to not fall, trying to not hit a branch, trying to, you know, keep my horse from running to the tree or the fence or the barn. And and I just love the energy that it, it there's a real softening, you know, when you hear that statement, what goes on for you? Give the horse its head. What if you gave the horse its head? Give the horse its head. There's a real trust that kind of needs to be in place when you're working with horses. Um, really when you're working with any animal, of course, but as we're applying this expression today, that's what we're playing with. So a part of what that brings up for me is the reminder of who am I trusting? Where is my trust? Where is my focus? Where are my points of view right now? What am I focusing on? What am I thinking? And what are my thoughts creating? 
And one of the things I am aware of with horses is when we ride and when we do groundwork both, um, where you are looking, where you are focusing, is typically where the horse is picking up on it's going to go. Now, if you've not created a relationship with your horse, that's pretty key. So whether you've known the horse for five minutes or five years, <laughs> if you've not put some things in place, to create a relationship, to be an invitation to that animal. Um, the odds are pretty good that there's not going to be a great amount of possibility available to you to create something that you actually enjoy with your horse. Um, so a lot of people go on trail rides, uh, you know, or they, they rent horses by the hour. And a lot of those horses are so conditioned and entrained to those trails that it's just a matter of the person being on their back. And for a lot of people, that's plenty for them. But if you're really developing a relationship with a horse, um, it takes more than just getting on their back, right? And I love how that applies to our lives and our bodies and the universe. So when we play with the energy of giving the horse its head, one of the things, one of the questions to play, to, to explore, I, one of the energies that that brings up for us is what kind of relationship have you created with your body? What kind of relationship have you created with your life? And what kind of relationship have you created with the universe? Well, apparently... We have some interesting constrictual energies around all of that. So so if you're making yourself wrong for whatever you've created so far, what if you stop making yourself wrong? <laughs> Would you be willing to stop it? Would you be willing to simply acknowledge whether you like or really don't like what you've created? And would you be willing to choose something different? And you don't have to know what to choose. You don't have to know what your choice is going to create. It's just the willingness to choose. And that's part of the key with this expression, our willingness to choose to give the horse its head, our willingness to choose to ask a question rather than make a command of the horse can actually create something so incredible and so incredibly different, that's where some of that magic begins to show up. Yeah. So is it time to give the horse its head? Is it time to allow yourself to relax? Let go of trying to control every move, every turn, every maneuver, every creation, every experience, every conversation, every transaction, <laughs> is it maybe time to let go of some of that? And what does letting go create? Actually, it creates space. And exactly, Rhonda, thank you. Control is exhausting. And if you've ever watched uh, people play with horses, um, or work with horses, you, you can notice pretty quickly the people who have really gotten, uh, who are really trying to enforce something with their horses, 
And you can see a difference in people who are really choosing to be the energy of play and curiosity with their horses. It's a very different outcome. It's a very different creation that can occur. So in this 10 seconds, would you acknowledge where you are? And it can be any 10 seconds. Would you acknowledge where you are with no judgment about where you are? Just allow the information to be present, allow you to get present with it, and would you be willing to let go of trying to control it just a little bit? And there's more than just letting go of control. And we will get into that <laughs> right after this break. <clears throat> Excuse me. <clears throat> yep, it is time for a break. My little froggies come up. So you're listening to Living Well. I'm Keisha Clark. We're talking about giving our horses their heads and seeing what miraculous, magical, amazing things can then show up. And we will play more with that right after these messages. Thanks, folks. <laughs> Have you begun to ask yourself what you truly desire to create in your life? What if you being willing to embody abundant living was the key to your wealth and to creating greater in your life? And what if that could also be the invitation for more people to be willing to embody abundant living? Would that be a contribution to you and your body and to other people and their bodies? And might that also create more in the future? Join Keisha Clark Empowerment Agent and the host of Living Well Radio Show to discover, uncover, and crack open the wealth of possibilities you are every Friday at 11 a.m. Eastern Time, 10 a.m. Central, 9 a.m. Mountain, and 8 a.m. Pacific on A2Zen.fm. What if there's nothing wrong with you? What if you're far greater than you've ever given yourself credit for? What if it's time to know the gift and the contribution you are to the world? and to like yourself a lot more. Hi, my name is Dane here. 13 years ago, I started to truly ask questions. Actually, I started to be the question, and everything changed for me. Asking questions opens doors to infinite possibilities. And it's not about finding the answer. It's about being the question, always. What I'm inviting you to step into is something that Einstein, Marie Curie, Newton, Da Vinci, Gandhi, Picasso, and Aristotle all knew to be true. What if no question is too big or too small? What if anything is possible for you? What if together we could create a kinder, gentler, happier world? Is now the time? Go to beingyouclass.com and sign up for a free video series, My Gift to You. beingyouclass.com What if you, truly being you, are the gift and change this world requires? beingyouclass.com How much of your life are you truly living? Are you creating your life in celebration of your strengths and capabilities? What would your life be like if you were choosing the abundance of possibilities of you now? Connect with Keisha Clark, your Living Well Empowerment Agent now for a different perspective on creating the life you truly desire to be living. Call in with your questions in the U.S. 815-880-8255 in Canada at 613-800-8736 in the UK at 033-0001-0625, by Skype at a2zen.fm, or by emailing Keisha at livingwellnow at gmail.com. Now, back to our show. <laughs> 
Welcome to the next segment of Living Well here on A2Zen.fm. I am your host, Keisha Clark, and again, I thank you for joining us, coming to play, and bringing um, your willingness to consider a different possibility. And so we're talking today about what, uh, is it time to give the horse its head? Um, <laughs> and while, yes, this conversation could go in so many directions about horses, we're actually applying the metaphor, the analogy to our lives. And um, so if, if you've not been privy to some of my shows recently, of course, they are in the archives. You can access them on demand at any time. Um, but I've actually been sharing just a little, a few tidbits of where I am and what's going on in my life right now. And uh, a lot <laughs> of what is being required with the things that are in motion um, are about allowing different possibilities to show up in ways that I could not even fathom them showing up. And so this expression, uh, giving the horse its head, um, has been something that I have been hearing a lot and, and sort of like the universe reminding me <laughs> um, to allow for the ease that is possible to show up for me. Um, so we talked a little bit where we left off before the break. We were talking about um, letting go of control. It's really easy to try to control everything. It's really easy for those of us who are uh, spend a lot of time in our head. <laughs> I'm raising my hand. I'm one of those people. Um, it's really easy, and it can be so quantumly fast that we go into these, you know, figuring things. And one of the things that's been uh, brought to my awareness <laughs> with all of what's going on in my life right now has been how quickly and how often that I can go into um, like creating something from the space of trying to, or rather, let me say it this way, trying to create something from the space of tr of controlling every aspect. So it's like I try to get in the universe's way. I know I might be the only one, and this may make absolutely no sense to anybody else, because <laughs> you've probably never done that, right? Um, <laughs> but I do that, and and what I wasn't aware of, what I wasn't choosing to be aware of before some of this this last few months, was how quickly and how frequently I was doing that, and so. Um, <laughs> It's been a very interesting thing to play with, and I'm grateful that I have some amazing people in my life that I get to play with this with, and we get to have conversations so that I can actually process and, and get to a different space with where I am and what's going on and, and what is possible now kind of thing. Um, but when we talk about letting go of control, one of the things I'm aware of is it can be really easy to make the assumption that letting go of control means to a lot of people that you become a passive observer. And one of the things that I'm aware of is letting go of control actually doesn't necessarily have to mean that. And so when we play with giving the horse its head, um, we're we're talking about giving the horse the space to show us what it knows. 
And it doesn't mean that we're just going to drop the reins completely and sit on their back with like absolutely no presence and no further participation, right? It might mean that you just lay the rein around the saddle horn and you let that horse go where it wants to go. And this is this can apply differently in different situations. So, you know, like if you're working in an arena, um, giving the horse its head, there's different games that you can actually play with the horses <clears throat> that, uh, and they're different, of course, you can play certain things from when you're on the horse's back and you can play the game a different way when you're on the ground with the horse. But in, in both cases, it involves, as we said before, getting out of their mouth. It involves letting go of the grip that you might have. Um, and if you're in, an, if you're in a, a round pen or an arena, you might, uh, or a pasture, you know, with a fence in an enclosed space, and basically what I'm referring to, you, you might choose to let the horse simply go where it goes and have no expectation that it be a logical route, have no expectation that it be a specific pattern, have no expectation that uh, that it it's going to make any sense whatsoever, <laughs> and just let that horse play with what it wants to play with. And if you're on a trail, if you're out working, and you've gotten away from familiar territory, there's a different way. There's something different that happens when you give the horse its head. You're actually now allowing this horse to navigate because it's more likely that the horse knows how to get back to the barn or back to the house or back to the pasture, okay? Um, so when we're in that space that it's we may have the moment of remembering, oh, maybe maybe I don't drive so well here. <laughs> maybe this isn't a time for me to be the driver. Um, it's not just about completely going passive. For me, what I'm getting is it's about allowing the contribution of your horse, or as we apply that metaphorically, allowing the contribution of the universe to show up for you. And there's something that is absolutely required actively for us to be receiving it. It's very different than simply throwing up our hands and letting go. And I'm so aware that a lot of us are taught that letting go of control means we have to give up our choice. And what if that has nothing to do with letting go of control? What if it's never about giving up our choice? Oh, I have quite a bit of emotion running. So pardon me if you hear my voice crack. <laughs> letting go of control is never about giving up your choice. And this is a place where we go so awry. We get really off the track, so to speak. When you're working with horses, you're never letting them run over you. It's never about letting them be unruly. That's never really okay. And, and that's something that you set up in the creation of your relationship with that horse. So as you apply that to your life and your body, would your life, would your body, would the universe ever try to run you over? Would you ever allow that? Sometimes it feels like <laughs> we've been hit by a big Mack truck of the universe. <laughs> 
Sometimes it might feel that way. And when you have those times, what is it that you chose not to be present with? What is it that you chose to give up that actually created that? And that's a great question to play with. When you're feeling like everything's coming at you, like it's running you over, what you might play with, where you might begin to play is, okay, where have I given up my choice? Because letting go of control does not have to be about handing over your choice. It's very different. It's incredibly subtle. So this isn't about making you wrong. (laughs) Please, please, please remember that. And if you have to, put a post-it note on your mirror, on your wall, on your bedside table, on your refrigerator, on your forehead even maybe, (laughs) to remind you that it's not about making you wrong. It's about remembering what else you can do, what else you can choose, what else you can play with. It's about staying in the question and the curiosity. It's not about making you wrong. So when you let go of control, how do you maintain your choice? How do you keep your choice intact? Great question. One of the things you can do is play with, okay, what choices are available to me now that I haven't acknowledged yet. What else can I choose here is another way you can ask. And you can also ask, because you know we love our show me questions. (laughs) Universe, show me. Show me the energy of allowing choice and of letting go of control. Show me the energy of letting go of control and having my choice intact. However you want to phrase it, ask the universe to show you the energy of that. You can also play with, I wonder what it would be like. I wonder what it would be like to have no investment on controlling this situation or this creation and have my choice fully available to me. I wonder, what would that be like? And here's where we trip ourselves up so frequently is we try to guess, we try to calculate what that's going to be like. So I'll give you a for instance. So part of what's going on in my life right now is um, the very, very real, very likely probability that um, I will have to move like really, really, really soon. (laughs) And I'm not having resistance to moving itself. I'm noticing as I go through the processes and as I'm working through the different uh, phases of getting ready and preparing and packing, what I notice is that I've never really been a big mover, like a big like move frequently, move to different places. I've always been, uh, I've kind of like found the places and landed there and and been there because I've loved the properties. I've loved being on the land. And I've just never been a big, like it's it just wasn't a part of my life. I didn't grow up with uh, parents in service and so there wasn't that habit of moving. I didn't have um, parents that got transferred with their work or anything like that. So I grew up 
in the neighborhood. I, I was in the same neighborhood growing up for over 20 something years. And then in the, the space that I've been for the last, the space I am now, I've been for probably, golly, 15, 16 years. So it's like I have long-term relationships with properties. <laughs> Much longer term than I've had with people. <laughs> so properties and animals, I got lots. I can get into double digits really easily. <laughs> so as I'm going through um, playing with this, you know, this move with, okay, what are we creating? There's First of all, there's just the whole, um, is it really going to be a move by this certain date or is there something else that's asking to be created? And so right there is the element of letting go of control. Like if I tried to go, okay, no, this is what I want to do and this is where I want to go and this is how I'm going to do it, I'm aware that that would be, for me, one, that would be maddening. And that would also be quite possibly extremely limiting for me relative to the fact that I love property, I love land, I love space, I love trees, I love nature, and uh, I'm quite spoiled here to have all of the beautiful nature creatures and flora and fauna that I have around me. So if I, I can also see that if I said, well, I want to go to exactly this energy somewhere else, I could see that that would also be limiting. So everywhere I'm trying to compute and calculate and forecast the details of where I may be going, I know I'm going somewhere. I just don't really have a sense of exactly where in this 10 seconds. And at the same time, with regard to me in this 10 seconds, there's an element of that that is, if I let it, can be incredibly frustrating, given that I'm attempting to do this on a linear timeline, right? And for any of you who know me, <laughs> the first thing you know about me is I don't do linear very well at all. <laughs> and that doesn't mean I'm going to give up on it. Um, at the same time, it is quite a challenge for me to be doing all of this. Um, you know, when you move, your entire life changes. Now, I don't know if, if that's true for everybody. Uh, but for me, when I have moved, my entire life has changed. And that's really been the occasions that I have chosen to move is when my whole life changed. So now to have this experience up and running um, and in process is really fascinating. Um, and so every day I'm acknowledging, okay, where am I? And what's true for me? And what do I desire today? And where can I play with? Where can I go? Where can I find more information? Where can I... Um, where can I have ease in in working through this today? Uh, some days that shows up as playing with, you know, organization of things to pack or getting things packed or doing another section of packing or purging and throwing things away. Um, some days that's going for coffee. <laughs> some days that's getting on the computer and working on some things on the computer. So it never shows up the way we think it should or could. And I'm so aware of that. Um, and I'm so grateful for this expression, give the horse its head. Um, because it it's one of the ways that just helps me remember to let go. And I'm also aware that letting go of my control doesn't mean that I am 
in denial. It doesn't mean that I'm avoiding what is required to make this move. I'm aware that this move has to be made. It is it is time. It is appropriate. It is really, actually, there is a requirement for the changing of the energies. So I'm aware of all of that. So the letting go of control for me has looked like, okay, I'm going to stop trying to tell the universe what to give me, and I'm going to participate by being present, not allowing myself to go down the crazy rabbit hole, and continuing to take the steps that I can take to do the packing or continue the packing. There's a lot to pack. (laughs) Do the purging. Talk to the people who come into my world. uh, Go look up pieces of information that I get a hit to look up. And continue to ask what else is possible. And that's part of how I'm letting go of control and staying in the place of choice. And so what could that look like for you? If you are in a space that you feel like your life is going crazy, if you're in a space that you feel lost, if you're in a space that you feel far from home, what could it look like for you if you gave the horse its head? If you allowed to let go of control and allowed yourself to stay present. And that's something that I don't hear a lot of us talk about because we can so quickly go to the space of you have to be on top of things. Well, for many of us, when we hear that, we immediately go to that conclusion of or that energy of that means I have to control it. But what if what if the universe can do a way better job than we can? What if our bodies can do a way better job <laughs> than we can? And what if our lives actually can do a way better job than we can? So what if we could allow ourselves to let go of that rain, let go of that lever, let go of the wheel, let go of our need or our perceived need to control it. (laughs) Thank you, Lily. Ah, What could that create for us? And what could we allow to show up? And so it's just really kind of funny to be having this conversation as I'm in the process of doing this myself. So let's play with this some more. We're going to take a little, our our next break, um, I'm going to take a breath and a sip of tea and um, let's see what energy desires to show up now. And I wonder if there's some activating we could be doing in this next segment to open up ourselves and open up the space for more of what is truly possible for us, with us, as us, and through us to be showing up. You are listening to Living Well. I'm Keisha Clark. I'm uber grateful for you and we will be back right after this message have you begun to ask yourself what you truly desire to create in your life what if you being willing to embody abundant living was the key to your wealth and to creating greater in your life and what if that could also be the invitation for more people to be willing to embody abundant living would that be a contribution to you and your body and to other people and their bodies 
and might that also create more in the future? Join Keisha Clark Empowerment Agent and the host of Living Well Radio Show to discover, uncover, and crack open the wealth of possibilities you are every Friday at 11 a.m. Eastern Time, 10 a.m. Central, 9 a.m. Mountain, and 8 a.m. Pacific on A2Zen.fm. What if you really do change molecules by your interaction with them? What if the change you've been looking for is right before your eyes? What if the uncomfortableness that comes with difference could be fun? What if the closed-minded people of the world no longer determined our world? What if gratitude trumps judgment every time? What if your kindness healed the world? What if the earth is asking for your help? And what if you had the resources to give it? This is your invitation to step into something that Einstein, Marie Curie, Picasso, Da Vinci, Shakespeare, Aristotle all knew to be true. Hi, my name is Dane here. Thirteen years ago I started to truly ask questions. Actually, I started to be the question and everything changed for me. What if there are no dumb questions? Or any question too large? What if you being you are the gift and the change this world requires? Is now the time? For more questions to create a change in your world, sign up for a free video series at beingyouclass.com. My gift to you, beingyouclass.com. How much of your life are you truly living? Are you creating your life in celebration of your strengths and capabilities? What would your life be like if you were choosing the abundance of possibilities of you now? Connect with Keisha Clark, your Living Well Empowerment Agent now for a different perspective on creating the life you truly desire to be living. Call in with your questions in the U.S. 815-880-8255, in Canada at 613-800-8736, in the U.K. at 033-0001-0625, by Skype at a2zen.fm or by emailing Keisha at livingwellnow at gmail.com. Now back to our show. <laughs> Welcome back, forward, sideways, up or down, whichever direction you're going, to the next segment of Living Well here on A2Zen.fm. I'm Keisha Clark, and uh, over the break, I got the little wiggle to um, to bring out my deck of cards. So, uh, following the energy, as it were, letting this horse have its head, <laughs> Um that was really the case for me this week with this show. You know, I actually, I I really don't suggest anyone make a habit of this, and I will also not make a habit of this. Um, but this week, the topic, I, I did not allow this topic to really come through. Like, I didn't really claim it, as in putting it up on social media, until like less than 24 hours uh, before the start time. So I was even this week having real confusion around giving this horse its head. And um, in a way, I kind of had done it. I just hadn't really done it, you know, out loud. And so, because this topic started to really wave at me probably three, four weeks ago. And uh, there were some other things that I had on the docket that I, I kept in place. And I just started to play with the energy of this, giving the horse its head. And as, um, for those of you who haven't heard me talk about going to Utah, I went to Utah the first week of November and had some fantastic experiences there. It was a beautiful class with Dr. Lisa Cooney. And um, it was, 
it was a really fascinating intensification of um what what, what I'm, everything I'm talking about today of letting go of trying to control all of the aspects of the change that was going on in my life and with my body and still choosing to be present with the process with my life with my body so when we're talking about giving the horse its head for anybody who's just joining in, we're actually talking about the letting go of control while main, while keeping your choice in place, keeping your your availability to choice and your availability to the possibilities in place. Um, so I was wondering, what could we activate? What could we now ask for um, what could we be playing with and what energies are required to really amplify this, really um, allow something to be put in place for us that we can be reminded of this with ease and we can be the energy of this with ease. Um, hey there, pretty girl. I've got my Lularoo by my side. And so I'm going to uh, play with pulling a card with that question. So what energies are required? What can we activate? And I kind of have a card that's jumping out. So let's see. <laughs> this card keeps coming up when I pull cards. How funny is this? <laughs> okay. So the card that jumped out uh, is the card for dance. And the word is celebration. And the image uh, for the artwork of this card is is uh, a beautiful woman um, in very much what we would call tribal garb um, dancing. And she's in motion. She's got her hands raised and she's got one foot up. She's, you know, she's in the process. You just, you see that energy. It really comes across. <clears throat> and the card is about Bringing the traditions to life, bringing the ancient energies of your tribe, of your existence, um, into the three-dimensional world through movement, telling the stories, um, and celebrating the history, and celebrating the possibilities as well as you um, bring in those rites of passage. You bring in the sacred work and you express it through this movement with your body and um, and quite possibly song as well because I know a lot of us when we're dancing we also like to sing. So activating the energies of uh, letting go of control while having your choice while never giving up your choice. Um, what dance can we be choosing? What dance and celebration can we be the energy of and and be allowing ourselves to have and be expressing through us and as us um, that would open the possibilities even wider, that would open us up even more to the greatness of us, to the magic of us. Um, I love a point that was made this week on a couple of the shows. It was really made on a number of the shows. Um, a couple of the shows in particular that I heard it on, it was around 
the whole point of get outer, get bigger, play bigger, be more, um, be seen, be willing to be seen, and choose even bigger and choose even more. And the fact that this card <laughs> jumped out of the deck, um, it just it just is sort of a reiteration of that and a and a an intensification of that. Um, it's also about really being involved with our bodies. It's kind of hard to dance without moving your body, right? <laughs> so what do our bodies know? And and when we talk about giving the horse its head, what if we gave our bodies their their space? What if we gave our bodies the space to express and illustrate for us and bring us that information, bring us to our new awarenesses um, with what else actually is possible for us? What do our bodies know? Our bodies being created of all of the elements of the earth and the universe. What do our bodies know if we got out of their way um, that we could actually have way more ease getting home? We could have way more ease finding ourselves and actually celebrate the mystery unfolding of that. And how much magic are we willing to be now? How much magic are we willing to have now? Yeah. And can we do that on this planet without our bodies? Well, technically, yes, we can. And we've chosen to show up in bodies. Those of you who are in bodies listening to this show, you've chosen to show up in bodies so what if we allowed our bodies to contribute to us? What if we allowed our lives to contribute to us? And what else could we actually be creating if we were to choose partnership with our bodies? When you create with your horse, if you're not in partnership, the odds are pretty good you're going to end up on the ground in a really unpleasant way in a really not fun way. So what if you chose to actually create in a, from the space of partnership and allowed your body, your life, and the universe to contribute to you without trying to control it and while having your choice all the way through? So anytime you think you have no choice, please remember, you do. And what if... You gave the horse its head and you found your way home. You allowed it to show you home. And you could be in total celebration of the journey, of the process, and of the creation. I adore you, my friends. Have a fabulous week. Mwah. Thank you for listening in today to Living Well with your host, Keisha Clark. You are invited to join us every Friday at 11 a.m. Eastern Time, 10 a.m. Central, 9 a.m. Mountain, and 8 a.m. Pacific on A2Zen.fm. In the meantime, what would it take for you to be choosing more of the abundance and prosperousness of you and living well with total ease?